up, everybody? Welcome to Zero Chance Podcast. I am Brady Phelps at Lob Shots, joined as always by the handsome and amazing Rick Romero at RJ's Frail. What is up, Rick? Hey, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, buddy. Where are we at? You know, we are at the home base of the Zero Chance Podcast. Thunderhawk. Thunderhawk elements. I, shocking, I know, am drinking Electric Youth. Yeah. My hero, Coffee but, Pale Ale. But. As is what our live studio audience. We have, this is this is rare. Yeah. So we're filming on a Thursday. Yeah. Filming? Recording. Recording. Yeah. yeah. That's like saying like a, yeah. like a, to a, a, a plane pilot, you know, like, are you driving this thing? It's like, eh, you're not really driving a plane, right? Yeah. You're not really filming sure, yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Although we have filming. tried. We not have that tried. we've ever seen an ounce of footage we from any of those tried. times. Yeah. You had 16 cameras in here, and you still didn't pull any footage off of it. Nice work. At least the Fox Sports episode, we got some footage. Yeah. Yeah. We got that footage. So anyway, we're here. We're actually, we actually have like a live, uh, you know, people living around that are walking around besides John and Bill. Yeah. Because normally on Tuesdays, it's closed. I, I actually went to the bathroom before we started recording. I had to remember to lock the door. <laughs> normally, I leave it open like I'm at home. Yeah. I just leave it open. Do I think you can probably, yeah. if you didn't put that stupid music on every time I went to use it, you could probably hear me. Yeah. Yeah, it's awkward. Gross. It is gross. gross. Good times. So, yeah, we're back. Um, we This week, we actually did make uh, a little bit of an effort to get uh, uh, Landon Donovan on the podcast. Yeah, because it was kind of a hot topic. Uh, well, still is obviously him, obviously being you know the the U.S. legend that he is, and then coming out to support L three L three, and John I know here at Thunderhawk is still not forgiven him and still really wants some <laughs> answers. He feels like he is a traitor, a Benedict Arnold. Uh, I believe he said that he was a Manchurian candidate that had only pretended to be a U.S. soccer player for all these years to come out and defend. L tree when they made it to the World Cup without the U.S. Yeah, now <laughs> now we're on the record. No, that's I mean he kind of said all that, but not exactly. Um, but we did try to get landed, and and you know, John is buddies with the owner of O'Brien's, right? Yeah. And I know Landon hangs out there a lot. Well, then today we had this funny little development on on Twitter, where I reached out to Landon and just said, "Hey, would love to have you on the pod." Uh, Something, 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 shoot or shoot. And Chris at SportsBrain uh-huh. happened to be sitting next to him <laughs> and then happened to what say, should I just ask him? And without even me responding, he asked him and said, yeah, he's interested. And he, you know, something about charity water was was part of the reason that he was interested. So like, I think yeah, I like pancakes. I like, sure. I like pancakes. I like people not dying from dirty water. Yeah, let's so, do it. Yeah, let's hop on the pod. So... Didn't happen, which is um, or yet didn't happen yet. Not yet. Yeah. But he did reach out and then he DM'd me as well and said uh, he being Chris, and you know wanted to let us know that hey, Landon's definitely interested, which is cool. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I mean, I know he goes on a lot of the local radio shows, but I don't know that he would want to come on a podcast, especially because you know, the home here of the Zero Chance Spot at Thunderhawk is a American Outlaws establishment um john and bill huge obviously soccer fans u.s soccer fans are very passionate i could see the outlaw scarf hanging yeah right the outlaw, yeah. right now yeah, yeah the outlaw scarf is right there so i could see how maybe he wouldn't want to be involved and and maybe get into some hard topics what do you think uh, do you think the local think local radio has been soft on his stance um i feel like it's very divided between just 
San Diegans, Americans in general, yeah. San Diegans specifically on if we should or should not be cheering for Eldre. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a divide right now with right? that. Yeah, and especially so. I mean, here's the thing too with them advancing in the World Cup. Um, I don't know if you knew this. I do know this, and I actually okay. want to get okay. into it a little bit because okay. How uh, insane, finish your thought and then they yeah finish your advance. thought and then I want to talk about it yeah um do you have a thought I don't even have a thought now <laughs> okay. I, I, like, I so, forgot what I was, where so, I was going so with Mexico that. advancing yeah. what they did after I mean like people running around San Diego and, or, and looking for Korean barbecue to yeah. take yeah. selfies in front of Korean barbecue and to you go see over in Russia too like how they were like raising that one South Korean in the air <laughs> yes so they went to the embassy <laughs> and they they found the you know South Korean ambassador and. And finding the ambassador, they brought him out. They're carrying him around, and then they made him take a shot of tequila. Not made him. They got him to take a shot of tequila. Yeah. And they were saying a chant about how like he is Mexican. Yeah. You know, like like they like he's been like, I don't know, like he's part of the club now. Yeah. We love you. We love you forever and ever. <laughs> Did you think he was like? Like what was going through his mind like originally, like when they first approached him? Oh, he probably thought he was about to get assassinated. <laughs> I mean, it's like, he's, he's like his whole mob of people yeah, coming he up. He was to probably him, like, scared to death, and he yeah. had no idea that, like, unbeknownst yeah. to him and and nothing that he'd done, he was now a local hero, <laughs> which is so great. And I love that they gave him a shot of tequila. Like that just made it infinitely better. Yeah. And so I thought I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I mean that was insane how they advanced. So like, just get they get slaughtered by Sweden. Gets slaughtered by them, and then yeah, you Germany never. has a cakewalk against South Korea, and then oh no, oh, cakewalk not so much. Oh no, yeah, wait till the end, and uh, they uh, ended up losing two nothing. Yeah, it is wild, absolutely wild, and um, defending champions out of the World Cup it's first great. round. It's great. It's I I love it, and I <laughs> I don't know. I just I think it's hilarious. Yeah, and the fact that this cakewalk factor. Yeah, at the end, it just it makes it great. But I mean, this is dude, this is World Cup, man. This it's is exciting, the drama. This right? is the you know, like I I've said multiple times on this podcast, especially when we have Darren on the podcast to talk about it. I know that you know you and I have played soccer our whole lives. Uh, but you know, I'm not a huge soccer fan. I'm a very casual soccer fan. But every four years, when the World Cup comes around, I mean, you think I was the greatest soccer fan in the history of time. I mean, I am like all in <laughs> every game. Everything. I'm. This is. It's. I'm living and breathing it. Um, so I, I, I do. I do love what the World Cup brings out of us as fans. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's kind of cool. Like uh, to follow along on Twitter too. Like the people watching the games at homes or yeah. at bars, like O'Brien's or Thunderhawk here. Like I've come here before and watched some games and yeah. And it's just it's just so cool to be like enjoying it with like other people too. Right. Because we we enjoy Padres games with you know the rest of Padres Twitter yeah, yeah. or whatever. But we. It's so much different when you're actually all in one place, all cheery, and like the environment that it creates. It's like following along a Padres game with Padres Twitter on steroids when you're yeah. like with World Cup with other fans. Yeah. And it's a little different this year because the U.S. is not in it. Uh, when the U.S. is in it, it is just an amazing, it's, unifying, yeah. and everybody's When the U.S. is in it and they have a game going on, it's basically like everything shuts down. Yeah. I, I remember it's just like... Oh, I have work. Well, that's when I'm going on my lunch break. <laughs> right. They're like, wait, everyone is going on their lunch right. break. At Why that is everybody's exact lunch time? break yeah. at 9 a.m. today? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Mexico's so, plan. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think is more divisive right now in San Diego? Do you think it's more divisive if you should or should not cheer for Mexico in the World Cup with the U.S. out, or if it's okay to be an LA Charger fan? 
<laughs> right now, I think it's Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you right think, like the second. NFL's yeah. out of sight, out of mind, whereas yeah. this is once every four years, so it's yeah. a big deal. Everyone's all in right now. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't. I don't know. I think honestly, I think people who followed the team, fans who followed and cheer for the Chargers up in LA, I feel like they have just they just don't want to put up with all the hate that they get on you know social media so they just fly under the radar that's i don't don't know that's i know you're a dolphins fan so you're maybe not as in tune to it but i think that there are a lot of people out there that actually still cheer for the team and they just fly under the radar oh i think so too i i think there are a lot of people who are i don't even want to say like secrets you know charger fans but they're also not maybe like as visible yeah as vocal about it yeah as vocal about it and I, I, I mean, that happens, I don't know, I think a lot of people have, um, like, political opinions about yeah. uh, pro-Trump or anti-Trump, but they realize that regardless of which one they take on, on social media, they're going to get slammed by a large portion of people, one side or the other, and so I feel like their fandom, they almost feel like it's like talking religion or politics on Twitter, where it's like, I just want to leave it alone. Yeah. Like, the safe thing to do is just say, like, hey, I'm a Padre fan, Cool. <laughs> and leave yeah. it at that, and they just don't talk about the Chargers. And people say, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm for sorry. Wh- what for? What? Oh, they're a Padre fan. Oh, yeah. I'm not sorry to be a Padre fan. I'm not either. But that's what people say to us. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Padres yeah. fans. I'm like, what are you yeah. talking about? No, no. Oh yeah, when people say yeah. you're a Padre fan. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to hear that. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Just it's wait. been rough. Just, 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 just you wait. wait. Just wait till Tatis yeah. gets up here with Mackenzie Gore. Yeah, and. Chris Paddock. Yeah. And Urias. Urias. Just wait. Just, just wait till you the hot talent lava, my friend. Yeah, it's just going to be oozing so all over we, the place. Should we talk about the the, uh, the conversation that the it turns out the Padres are not going to be in the World Series this year? I, They're four I, and a half games back. I can't believe now it. now turned into, I don't know, what, 12 games back? Yeah, 12 games back now, yeah. So I'm I'm devastated. Are we, are we officially ready to say they're not going to the World Series this year? Yeah, I guess because so. they were in the World Series. Yeah, they were in guaranteed. Last, yeah, yeah, but now it's zero chance. But here's the thing: like, what? they could go on like and win. You know, they're two, two and eight in their last ten. They could win like two in a row, and they're back in this. <laughs> they're back in this. <laughs> if they win two in a row and the rest World of the series. West yeah. loses, then we're back in. We're back yeah. in the World Series. Yeah, or at least at least we're in the what the. Uh, the baseball baseball could always go on strike, and there could be like a first and second half playoff contender. You know, I don't think it's fair to bring up the strike. I think '94 <laughs> uh, was that when the strike was. That was when our yep. our, our boy Tony Gwynn '94 was yep. uh, unable to make that run at the Big Four O O. Yep. Yeah, I don't like bringing. I don't like bringing it up. I don't like talking about it. Although yeah. I will say, I mean, say the Expos too, the lovable losers, the Expos. Yeah, they had probably like one of the greatest teams in like baseball history. That which year. is so wild because they came into the league the same time, obviously, as the Padres. Yeah, and it, they got screwed too. So speaking of things that we don't want to talk about as Padre fans, yeah, um, Kyle Glazer today. Do we not um, want to talk about that Band-Aid like on your head from? Oh yeah, well, I'll get to that in a did, sec. Let did, me just let me first tell you about. Did this. Landon Donovan get a hold of you? <laughs> no, he wouldn't hurt me. Pop you in the. He's, got, he's probably got a really face. good header still, but I don't think yeah. he hit me. Jeez, <laughs> I like Landon, dude. One of my favorite moments. I think it was. So it would have been, eighteen. So I guess it would have been two thousand. So fourteen through two thousand. Ten a few years ago. Well, no, I mean World Cup. So 
it would have been 14 and then 10 before that, right? And he didn't he have a huge goal in in 2010. I can't remember the details of it now, but I remember I was on vacation and I my daughter was like a year old and we were in Hawaii. And so all these games that started at 6 a.m. here and everyone's complaining about waking up for in San Diego. Well, I was waking up for those games in Hawaii. So at 3 in the morning, when I should be asleep because I've got a 1-year-old, what kind of idiot intentionally stays up at 3 a.m. when you have a 1-year-old? So I was up watching the game, and I watched Landon score. Who goes to Hawaii with the 1-year-old? A brave, brave soul. (laughs) Thank you for asking. You know what's cool? If you're out there and you travel and you got a little kid, don't bring, like, the car seat – the uh, the crib, the traveling backpack, the stroller, all that garbage. Leave it at home. They have these places in Hawaii that they know people don't want to fly all the way over there with all this gear. Yeah. So they, you can just rent it there, and they will go to your, whether it's a you know Airbnb or a hotel or whatever, and they will set up all that stuff: the crib, the high chair, the everything that you need that are bulky that you don't want to carry. They'll set all that junk up. And then you can even rent um, like a car seat with the you know with the car rental company or whatever, and so it was great, man. It was really cool to have them. I mean, the the plane ride isn't ideal, but it was fine, yeah. and and so yeah, we did that. It was it was it was awesome. Any, any crying? Uh, a little bit. I mean, t- dude, it's you or the baby? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. a little bit both. Yeah, okay. super risky business. Anytime <laughs> yeah. you're traveling, that's anytime like if it's further than an hour yeah. and you're on a plane with a baby, it's like uh, it gets. Yeah, yeah, their ears get yeah. their ears start popping. So you gotta they, they do the uh, the feeding, you know, when you're taking off and going down, you try to make sure that they're drinking so their ears pop. Oh. And I know these you know things that you'll all learn one yeah. day, Rick. And but it it's not it's worse when they're like two, two and a half because they want to get up and move. When they're a baby, you just slap them on your chest and say you know hopefully they just fall asleep. But when when it's when they're baby and they want to just be running up and down the aisles the whole time, it's like. In between that phase of you just sleep and you're old enough to just watch Netflix the whole time, that in-between phase, that is when you do not want to travel with a baby. <laughs> it is the worst. And But even worse than doing that is the people that get mad at the parents. Like they have some kind of magic formula they can sprinkle on their heads to shut them up. Yeah. It's like it's deal with it. You know, like, hey, the parents, I guarantee you the parents feel worse than you do. So if you're on a plane... And you feel the urge to yell at a parent who's not parenting the way you think they should parent or their kids crying or being noisy or whatever because they're little. Just shut up. Just shut up and be the bigger person and deal with it and leave that parent alone because they're already petrified of the flight. That's my that's my two cents. Anyway, can we get back to what I was talking about, Glazer, and then we'll get to the stupid <laughs> mark on my forehead? Yeah. Let's... So Kyle Glazer, who uh, he's a national writer for Baseball America, he sent out the tweet today. So this other guy, I don't even know who he is, said, Fear not, Rocky fans. Rocks are 38-42 and 42 in fourth place, eight games out of first in the NOS. In 2007, exactly the same. 2007, of course, is when they went on their run. Hey, and let's not refer to that, okay? I'm, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. bringing up things that we don't want to tie in. So Kyle Glazer, two dot, except now there's replay, so Matt Holiday would be out, <laughs> which is pretty good. Like Even though we don't want to bring it up, at least he's – I think that one of my favorite things about being a Padre fan is holding on to stupid things and not letting go, Yeah, and that is number one. Like I will always say, Matt Holiday never touched on plate. Never. And I will – I think it's like a at, – at some point it crossed over the, okay, this shouldn't be a thing anymore. You should just forget about it. But now it's so outlandish that it's like, no, this is the best thing to do. Is to keep talking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. 
All right. Whew. So my dome. I swear I've gotten over that. So I've got a Band-Aid over my right eyebrow. Yeah. And here's the story. I've told this to a bunch of people who I work with who are here, and they're going to hear it again because now we have a live studio audience here at Thunderhawk. Oh, why you, you really? I'm like sweating, and you're taking a picture <laughs> of me. Leave me alone. It's hot in here. It really it is, is really hot. hot. Oh, at least take a picture where my eyes. It looks like I'm stoned <laughs> in that photo. Jeez, what's wrong with you? Uh, so, <laughs> so, so here's what happened. So I'm I'm at the pool. We go. I take my family to Palm Springs. Great idea, by the way, to take your family. Gosh, why can't you take a decent photo of me? Oh wait, it's me. The common denominator is the uh, subject of the photo is ugly. So. We're in Palm Springs. It's 120 degrees. Oh, God. Terrible idea. Yeah. You, there's no activity to yeah, be done outside. Yeah, what are you outside. doing going to Palm Springs? Okay, so when you're in a pool, we were at this big resort that had a whole, whole bunch of different pools. One of the pools had this huge media wall where you could they would put movies on at night for the kids. They had Ferdinand. They had uh, Cars 3. They had The Greatest Showman. Oh, of course. So they they had, was that a special request by you? I, I actually didn't go because my kids were so like tired. It started at 7 o'clock. So I They're like, Dad, you've made me watch that I know. 372 times. I, I did times. try to put it on in the car. I'm like, hey, guys, let's watch Greatest Showman. So I could just like listen to the lyrics and the soundtrack. And the kids are like, Dad, we don't want to watch Greatest Showman for the 9,000th time. We get it. You love it. Leave it alone. My Their new thing, which is not new, which is we just showed it to them because they weren't old enough to watch it earlier. But they love Wreck-It Ralph, which is so weird. It's a good movie. I've never I seen it. it. I've too. only heard it three yeah. times. From Whenever we do, we call them adventures. If we're yeah. going to be in the car for longer than an hour, we tell the kids, guess what? We're going on an adventure. And if we do an adventure, we let them put a movie on because yeah. we've got the, the rocking minivan that has the TV. So we let them do that only if it's over an hour. Anyway, so all these pools at the resort playing. The kids are jumping all over me. Beckett, six. Atlee, eight. And we're playing, having fun, and I slowly kind of emerge from the water, and <laughs> I start to open my eyes. At the very last split second, I see Atlee. All I can see is her <laughs> face, because she's right in front. She had torpedoed herself toward me, and her, so she, you know, you have four big front teeth, right? <laughs> so the two teeth on her side, stop laughing. You didn't know the story until now. So the two teeth on the side, she has lost. So she just has her front two teeth, and there's a little gap in front of them, too. Well, those two teeth sunk into my forehead, and I'm not kidding you. I think that her teeth, I, I, this is, you know, a little bit of hyperbole here. It felt like her teeth just did a little clink right on my actual skull. I mean, I felt so many layers of skin get penetrated. And that sounded gross. But I, I, I got my, my, her teeth, I thought her teeth were going to fall out. It was such a hard impact in my head. I was so worried. I mean, I'm like, oh, great. These, you know, her brand new teeth. You know, she's eight years old. She's only had these front teeth for a couple of years. Yeah. And I thought they were going to fall out for sure. Because that's how hard she... And she's like, no, my teeth are fine. And then she looked up at me and the tears. She's like, oh, because she saw <laughs> the blood. Yeah. Dude, it was like And then when you're in a pool or something like that. Well, and so I had emerged from the pool. Too, yeah. So I wasn't... I didn't go under. Yeah. But like head wounds, dude, head wounds bleed. <laughs> and it was like someone took a gallon of thick blood and just poured it over my face. <laughs> my whole face was just covered in blood. My beard no longer brown all red it's got blood dripping off and i look up at my wife and and i'm like uh, i'm like i'm fine i'm fine she's like you're not fine get out of the pool like get out of the pool so i i i walk out of the pool i and i can now feel like my whole face is warm of blood and and it's dripping all over the place and i grab a towel and as i'm coming out kids are screaming and running to their parents like mom like the scary blood monster is gonna attack me so i grab a towel 
I put the towel to my face, and a white towel, I mean, instantly turns bright red. And and next thing I know, I've got all these people surrounding me, and they're like, bro, you need to go get stitches. You need to go to the ER. Like, this is bad. And I'm like, ah, it's fine. It's no big deal, you know. And I kind of look, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is pretty bad. Like, it, was, it was deep, big cut, big teeth. So, and... And so then I, I go to the you know first aid booth or whatever, and I get a one of those couple of those butterflies, you know, those little strips that seal yeah. it together. Yeah. So I put those on, and I had thought about I going and getting that um the liquid, uh, liquid skin stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That kind of. So the it. stuff that um that will basically seal, like, super, super glue, glue that you can exactly. put on your skin. Right, which you can yeah. really just do with super glue. Good, yeah. But what I realized. Is so I called toxic, my, but well, I called my buddy that's a doctor, and he was like, "Dude, do not do that." He's like, "The worst thing: dog bites, cat bites, human bites. <laughs> Don't seal that in. You'll seal all this bacteria. We yeah. have more bacteria in our mouth than you care to know. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so you get sunk in in your head like that. If you seal it up with that liquid skin, it'll seal in the bacteria. So he's like, "Not only should you not do that, he's like, I'm calling you in a prescription. You need antibiotics." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is so dramatic." So I put on the butterfly things. I put a big waterproof thing, and then I play for the next couple of days. And then sort of the, the, the funny thing, three days later, I, I, I'm, we're at the pool. Shocker. I mean, when it's 120 degrees, your options yeah. are you're in the pool yeah. or you're in the air conditioning. That's yeah. it. There's yeah. no extracurricular activity, nothing that goes on outside. So you're inside of the pool or you're in and the also AC, in Palm period. Springs, too. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm the idiot. For, I, mean, I don't know why yeah. I ever leave. Like, I mean, I, I love Palm Springs, but I'm not going to go there around this time. When yeah, it's I didn't. I mean, I don't know. June gloom? Not so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, June scorching heat yeah. is what it's called yeah. in Palm Springs. So. As I'm walking up, I find you know one of someone who works there who's around the pool, and I just say, hey, you know, everyone has these little first aid kits, and I said, hey, can I get a couple? I'd run out of my my little butterfly strips. So can I get can I get a couple little butterflies? And the the girl looks up to me. She goes, you're not that dad who took those teeth to the forehead from his daughter, are you? And I'm like, yeah, yes, I am. She's like, dude, we've been telling stories about you on the staff for three straight days. You're a legend around here. No one's ever seen that much blood. And I'm like, great. I'm glad that I'm like the staff topic. About the uh, the blood monster emerging from the pool and frightening children from all around, and I mean even parents were like t- from a distance. Parents were taking yeah. photos of my blooded face, so yeah, real proud. Anyway, so that They're is like, why. Hey, isn't that the pancake? Guy? <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody said that. Thankfully, nobody said that. His head is bleeding profusely. Yeah, yeah I'm just gonna make a big bloody face yeah. pancake. It's gonna be yeah, perfect. Gonna hit up TMZ with that. Those photos. Mm, uh huh. Yeah. All right, so enough of my stupid bloody forehead. Um, did you happen to see, so today the Actually, Sandy- before we move on, oh, okay, other yeah. stupid things. Yeah. Can we talk about how stupid it was, how Senegal got eliminated from the World Cup? Okay, so I actually didn't know this until you mentioned we, it to me. Yeah. Right now, the Senegal game is it's the actually, replay. it's the replay. It's yeah. on at Thunderhawk, so we are watching it. But um, tell me again how it went down, the, the elimination, because... All I know, and I've just found this out, that they were eliminated yeah. because of the number of... So Senegal, they lost to Colombia, one to nothing. But then Japan also lost today to Poland. So it's they're like if you look at their like numbers, it's just dead even everywhere. Goal differential, wins, losses, points, yeah. all that stuff. Everything's dead even. So, so what's the tiebreaker? So they go down to... Amount of yellow cards. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's terrible. Isn't that ridiculous? I, I am. Um, and I, 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 it's funny. I saw people outraged earlier on Twitter, but I was working and I didn't know what everybody was outraged about. I didn't know like why they were so mad about the the what what do they call that when when the deciding factor, the tiebreaker is it just tiebreaker? Is that what they call? It? Yeah, tiebreaker. Yeah. 
So I didn't realize why people were so angry about it, but now I get it because now yeah, I'm angry about it. That's I mean, ridiculous. I, if it's that, I mean, make it. Um, who has more bald guys on their yeah. team? Who has best guys uniforms. with? Yeah. Who has the best selling uniforms? Yeah. Who has uh, shinier cleats? Yeah. Who? Um, which player didn't fall down more? Which team had less guys fall down? Who had? Uh, I, don't know, I could come up with a million things. I think it's yeah. all stupid. Yeah. I'm very very frustrated. I feel bad for Senegal. Yeah. So that's stupid. So who but got in instead? Yeah. Japan got in instead. Japan got in instead because they're they're passive on the field. Because they're yeah a little bit more friendly. How, what yeah. was the differential? Was it a huge gap of yellow cards? Uh, I don't remember what that was. Huh. Key piece of information there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what I was going to ask about are we? Do you want to talk more? Yeah, let's talk Cup? about more stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more stupid yeah. stuff. I'm holding up a picture of Dan Silio. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, nailed it. Um, so the San Diego Reader of all places. This I I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the right way to phrase it. Of all places, I mean, I I, I don't find myself reading the Reader all that much. Do you? Yes, thank you, John. You I don't just switched hit them over up from for all their uh, their weed ads and their like escort ads. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. They have like like seven hundred and forty five pages in the back of their <laughs> the reader that are all like, all just ads, weed and and escorts. Yeah, basically. that's weird. Yeah. So I just switched over from Electric Youth to I'm going back to Hot Pudding, which yeah. I love. It's got that coconut. And remember we talked about vanilla for God knows why is better when it's from Madagascar. That's it just is. a fact. It is. It's a fact. It's Everyone a fact. knows that. It's a well-known yeah. fact. If this beer had regular vanilla, yeah. garbage. It would have been. But Madagascar yeah. vanilla, game changer. It's and I like how ever. you called it the proper name this time, too. Hot pudding. Yeah. Hot pudding? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Earlier, right, do earlier some, you... Do some fact check in there, Sally. Earlier, you called it hop pudding. Oh, no. Pudding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a little the apostrophe there. No yeah. G. Yeah, the G on there. G is silent. Yeah. R-O-C-K. <laughs> the sea is silent. Uh, so anyway, Sandia Reader came out with an article, and it says the fight to the bottom. Radio's Dan Cilio loses guys 25 to 54 to Mighty 1090 and Extra Sports 1360. So we haven't even talked about yet the burner account. <laughs> like, this probably should be a rather large topic. I just that, thought about that. Yeah, like, your oh, eyes yeah. were like, oh, we didn't even talk about Media Cop Killer. Um, so anyway, we'll get into that as well. But the article basically, you know, it starts out just ripping into ripping into all things, you know, from the, the, the machine launch in March to now becoming the fan to Kevin Klein uh, to Cilio just being terrible. And what he basically said is um, that Cilio's zero zero rating, he dug into it, and it was that in that age range of, you know, the main demographic for sports radio, 25 to 54-year-old men, yeah, that he gets... Um, during his show, an average of 200, 200 listeners. You know what? What? We get more listeners than Dan Cilio. Hey. That's amazing. If you are listening to this right now, we just want you to know wow. that you have contributed yeah. to us uh, having better ratings than Dan Cilio. <laughs> and this is not our thing. Like, we don't talk about ratings and podcasts yeah. or, you know, or radio shows so much. That's not like our, we don't dive into that a no, lot. No, no, yeah. But we both did have a chuckle when we read that. We're like, oh, my gosh, we actually do have better. I mean, he's got a lot more. The flagship <laughs> station of the Padres behind him, and yeah. we have way more view- viewers or listeners than he does, and that's really hilarious. That's um, that's. And in comparison, uh, Dave Shelley and Chainsaw, who crushed it, yeah, they had over 6,000 yeah. in that demographic. And that's not even you know sports talk radio. That's just talk radio, Although, obviously, with Cookie. Chainsaw Cookie Randolph, we should get chainsaws. Can you get? You worked with chainsaw. I did. 
Yeah. Let's get him on the pod. Yeah. I'll send him a text. I like Chainsaw. Can we text him right now? I've met I'll text him right now. Maybe wait till after the podcast to text him. Have you thought of Chainsaw? Dear Chainsaw Cookie, the national bat. Skip all association. Um, I used to, so I was probably, I I was probably 19, 20 years old, and I worked up the courage to call up Dave on a Lash Wednesday. Do you remember? You told those? me this before. Yeah. Have I? Oh, they still do the Lash Wednesday. They do. Yeah. I and I, I'm, you know, yeah. full disclosure. Although I love DSC, I don't listen to them now. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty fully immersed in the sports talk scene, so. But I know they're great, and I know that everybody loves them, and they've got a huge following as as well. They should. Yeah. And, but I called in on the last Wednesday, and I mean it was it's super sacrilege too. It's like, forgive me, Father, for I have said. It's like <laughs> like I don't. What was I thinking? Uh, but my thing that I confessed. <laughs> so when when I was, and and it's funny now I see it with my kids. They do these things like um they'll like on technicalities. You know, they're six and they're eight years old, and it's like, and you know, they'll do the thing where they start pointing at you and they get real close to you, and they're like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. And, yeah. and then, and then you lean into them and you're like, You touched me. It's like, You touched me. I didn't touch you. Yeah. And it's like this semantics thing with little children. Well, my parents, you know, my brother and I had gotten a little bit of the potty mouth when we were younger. And so let's say we were, we're a year and a half apart. So let's say we were, I don't know, 10 and eight and a half and making these ages up. I don't really remember. And, Anytime we said a curse word, we'd get our mouth washed out with soap. I mean, straight up soap in the mouth. Like, like not just like a bar of soap, like a pump of dial in your mouth, which is probably poisonous. It's terrible. But it's the worst thing you can have as a kid, right? So anytime we did a curse word, and so I went, my brother, he knew that I would rat him out if he cursed at me. So he called me. He's like, you're an F word. And that's what he said. He said F word. He said he F word. He didn't say word. the actual curse word. Yeah. He said, you're an F word. So I go, yeah. I go to my mom and I go, hey, mom, Garrett just called me an F word. He goes, no, I didn't know it. I was like, yes, you did. You called me an F word. Yeah. And she grabbed him, trusting me, and put a pump of dial in his mouth because all he really said was F word. That was it. Yeah. And I, that's what I relayed to my mom. And in so my you mind, you weren't lying. I wasn't lying. Yeah. But of course, my intentions were terrible. Yeah. And I felt so bad about that for years to come. I mean, really, I'm, I'm almost 40. And I, <laughs> I still feel bad about it yeah. that all he really said was F word. And I still got his mouth washed out with soap because of it. That's terrible. So yeah. anyway, that's what I confessed to Dave Shelley and Chainsaw yeah. when I called in on last lashing? Wednesday. I got a lashing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't like it when the people get weird and they're like, oh, dude, yeah. that, like that makes me, creeps me out. It creeps me out. Too. Yeah. Like <laughs> when they make sound effects about the, that's la- it's usually the girls who do it. It's very bizarre. Yeah. And, and when the guys do it, it's even worse. Yeah. Like, what are they thinking? I don't. Anyway, I felt bad enough for doing the forgive me, Father, for I have sin thing. This is this is so weird. So anyway, glad they still do it. Love DSC, but DSC they crush it in that demographic. They do. They they crush it in this market in general. Right, and, and they you know so they're ahead of 1090 and Extra, um, but those 1090 and Extra are well ahead of, of Cilio. I mean, heck, if we are, then they are as well. And they, I don't I don't even think the article got in too much into where each one of them ranked. I know that that's a Dave and Jeff thing where they'll really scrub down ratings and rankings. And quite frankly, a lot of that stuff, I don't even understand. So, you know, whatever point, whatever ratings. I know you're in radio and it's still there. It's still to, confusing I've to me, talked yes. to Darren about ratings yeah. because, you know, there are, and he's honest about this, there are, you know, a lot of radio guys have incentive-based um, performance bonuses that are associated 
with their rankings. And if mm-hmm. you win in certain time slots, then you get rewarded for that. And so they want to know, like, okay, should I be, you know, I, I remember talking to uh, Judson when they first started uh, getting on with iHeart. They weren't getting, they weren't getting any credit for iHeart streams. So they're being told to pump iHeartRadio all the time, stream, 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 stream. But then they weren't getting credit, something like that. I don't remember the details. So it's then how, and then if, if, if you upload the podcast and then they listen to the podcast later, do you get credit for that? And so it's like, what are the things that you pimp? What are the things you don't? What are the, like, it's just, it's just weird things. So even radio guys have trouble understanding it, but they should be able to understand it because there are a lot of performances that, you know, are bonuses that are associated with their performance. So anyway, I got a real kick out of it. One thing about this that I thought was wild they said the DSC, seven members. Now, I was able to rattle, obviously, Dave Shelley Chainsaw, Ruth, uh, Boyer, and Emily. Emily, who I've, I've, so I've met Dave Chainsaw and Emily. Emily's great. Um, I had a great time. And you know where I met her? It was Shoot for the Cure. And you, you since told me, because that was only six, you told me that they now have a seventh person on the crew. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that is correct. And, and in that person... Um, with that seven crew, this article says that all of them combined, that seven-person crew, they yeah. make approximately $2 million a year. Is that a, like When you hear that number, are you shocked by it, or do you think it's high? Do you think it's low? Do you think it's... I honestly, I, I don't know. Um, I do know that DSC is No, like no, 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 no. Regardless, I'm not asking you if you think it's true. Yeah. Let's assume it's true. Are you shocked at that number that it's really high or really low or neither? Uh, I'm not shocked. No. You think that's about right sure. what they should Seven be making? Seven people. Yeah. Okay. Seven people for the number one show in all of San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So obviously it's not, you know, this is not the way that they would do this. But if you divided seven by two million equally, that's $285,000 a year that they're each making. Yeah. If that, yeah, that's the numbers, I guess. So... Obviously, I would think, maybe it's not obvious, I don't know, my guess would be, so what, for the D- the, the three that their name is actually part of the show, Dave Shelley Chainsaw, uh-huh. they're going to be elevated. You would think so, yeah. So, I mean, you're telling me that the seventh random, whoever they hired, Sarah Emily maybe. and Boyer, yeah. are making $285,000, I will freaking <laughs> lose my mind. I mean, like... So I, I worked with them, and like they're all amazing people, and um, I mean they're all super hard workers. They're always showing up super early for for show prep, staying super late, working on their show. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they are the best in the business. Yeah. So I mean that number doesn't surprise me, um, but I I honestly I I don't know like what the going rate on radio talents is worth so these days. So let's assume I doubt it'll be this, but let's assume that DSC, the three of them each make half a million a year. That would still leave if you divided the rest of them equally, they would each still make 125 grand a year. Yeah. That's uh I mean, I thought that was like old radio money. I didn't realize that that was still a thing. I mean, like when you're like, I remember Jeff and Jer making like a mil, one point two million a year each or something see, like that. See, and that, that's the thing though. Like Jeff and Jer, they never, they never like 
like change with the times or anything like that, and they fell by the wayside. Right, I get and that. But like but DSC, they're still like top of their game. Like they've right. been the top of their game for many, many years now. Right. And I and I get that. I'm not arguing that. I'm certainly yeah. not suggesting Jeffinger should be around. I just thought that old school, you know, million dollar type money. I mean, shoot, maybe Dave and Chainsaw are each making a million, and then the oh no, that wouldn't. <laughs> Wait, would did I mess my math up all together? I don't know. Maybe I did. But I mean, like that'd be all the money right there. I know that would be, <laughs> and then everybody else works for yeah, free. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're maybe. making one million I don't each. Know. I know this is. A ridiculous argument yeah. to have, but it is just kind of crazy because, you know, I've often thought. I mean, because they talk about it's okay if you mess up your math. You have the the wound here to <laughs> right. like to blame, and it's yeah. still swollen. I like yeah. literally have a lump on my forehead. Yeah. I said literally. literally. I mean, it is true. Yeah. I literally do have a lump on my forehead, yeah. but I still don't like flippantly using that word. It's pretty loud in here. This is proof that yeah. Thunderhawk is hopping. It is hopping right now. This um, place is packed. Yeah, and there there are probably thirty people here. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And if you've been here, if you haven't been to Thunderhawk yet, that is insane. Yeah. So in addition to Thunderhawk, I do want to give a shout out to our other sponsor, Session Fly Fishing. Yeah. So I've made this clear before. I've told people like, so Session Fly Fishing, it's my buddy Ryan Mikeley started a fly fishing real company. And do you want a beer? Is that what you want to get John's Actually, attention? Actually, you know what? Are you, I'm, I kind of want to try up. the root beer. Oh, it's really good. I, I heard about that. Yeah. I heard It's really yeah. good. No alcohol in yeah, it, though. I'll, it's I'll it's delicious. It, yeah. Yeah. So Ryan Michael started this session fly fishing. If you know anything about fly fishing, you know that reels will cost you anywhere from 300 to 500 600 700 They're you know can be very expensive. Their price point is $199. It's an amazing reel. It looks so cool. The artwork, you've seen it. It looks so clean and so good. Yeah. And it's my first reel that I've ever bought, and I'm so excited to get out on the water and try it because I'm not a – fly fisher i've gone you been twice oh, oh yeah twice. i've been okay. twice okay and uh-huh. the last time i went was on a, on a river in mammoth and it was like my favorite six hours that i can remember in a long time so i really i really did love doing it and okay. oh john's uh, john's giving you a, a spicy root beer so rick's rick's getting another root beer i i love um, me some root beer actually i do too but yeah. i'm curious to what you think about this because there's i remember there's a hint of a lot of things i was trying to pick out a lot of the taste because it's it's not like any root beer you've ever had in a can that's for sure Ooh, yeah that's really good yeah your eyes are lighting up i can tell you like it wow imagine having that with like a shot of what rum what goes good with root beer what kind of alcohol goes good with root beer i don't know rum and root beer I don't vodka, know. Vodka yeah. root beer? Yeah. Rum. I think rum. definitely brandy. Which a rum would work. <laughs> brandy and root beer. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. I don't think you mix root beer with anything. I mean, I've actually, I have had. <laughs> it's good with it's good with ice cream. Yeah. Ooh, Madagascar vanilla. I wonder if there's any Madagascar vanilla in the root beer. I bet you there is. So here's the crazy <laughs> thing that I saw about on this article from... Uh, oh, I stopped talking about Ryan. Anyway, session fly fishing. So... Ryan, they, they, they surpassed, they, were, they had a Kickstarter goal of $7,500. They've surpassed it. Shout out to all you guys who bought it. And they're over $10,000, so they're fully funded, which is so rad. That's but they're awesome. still making a strong push. In fact, a little breaking story here. I haven't done much on the Pancake Dad account on Instagram, at the Pancake Dad. I just I made a session uh, pancake. And wow. it, it, it's yet, to, I haven't dropped it yet. Coming out of retirement. Yeah, coming out of retirement yeah. for a little session pancake. So it is It is going to come out. It's going to be rad. And anyway, I'm pumped for them. So if you guys go check it out, if you look at at Session Fly Fish on Instagram or Twitter, that's the spot. Yeah. Um, or just click on the link on our 
podcast description. Oh, yeah, we have it. It's still yeah. there. Yeah. Which is as well it should be. Yeah. So, the crazy thing about this article, it has... Which article are we talking about? It's the San Diego Radio one about all the okay, radio Okay, we're ratings. circling all the way back I around. know. I okay. went all over the map. Yeah. And this is what we do. Okay. So, at the very bottom, it just has this tiny little... Meanwhile, one intercom executive confided that Klein will be resurfacing at an intercom station in Los Angeles. Attempts to reach Klein were not successful. So they're going to bring this moron back to another market. And I know L.A. isn't surprising to you because the rumor was, right, that he was going to do all of his San Diego shows from L.A. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, what does that say about you They were trying company? to hire a producer, and the producer had to drive up to L.A. every single day to produce the show. So what does that, what does that say about you as a company when you don't let a guy hit the airwaves because of the stuff that he did, the suicide jokes and Coronado and... And then just say, let's just let some time pass, and then let's... Now, granted, this is the same company who employs Dan Cilio, yeah. so maybe that's all we need to know right there. Yeah. Oh, we still haven't got to Media Cop Killer. <laughs> yeah, Media Cop Killer. Um, yeah, no, like, I, I feel like it's it's pretty apparent, I guess, that that's kind of the plan. Uh, I don't know if it's L.A. for sure or what, but he seemed really quiet when they when they basically terminated him from the San Diego market. Yeah. And or who I mean he probably still got a huge buyout, right? I would think. You think he got a buyout? I don't know. I think I, I think they basically told him lay low for a little while and we'll reveal you in a new market. I don't know, man. They might have. Yeah. Is that where we're at? Yeah, that's where we're at. Okay. Yeah. Just wondering. God man, so this root beer is really good. I'm glad you like it. I Maybe, really do like it. Do you think a lot. that do you think that Bill and John should just open up a separate brewery for root beer only? Yeah, I, I'm in on that. <laughs> I'm in. I'm there every day. Um so what how did how did you find out about Media Cop Killer? I found out from the Zero Chance podcast Twitter account. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> and I, I, I sat there and I, I saw the, the tweet that you did and I was like so then I'm like no way, yeah. No way. This guy can't be. Uh, I know dumb. he's dumb, but yeah. I know I didn't think he was that dumb. Yeah. And I sat there and I sc- did that just move? That was weird. <laughs> How did that happen? Well, it was my pinky. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a magician. Be, watch out. That it happens. That sounds weird. Let's describe. What I don't. Jeez. I I lifted up I lifted up my glass and there's a coaster under the glass. When I lifted up my glass with my pinky, I slid it. But you couldn't see my pinky from behind the glass, so it looked like I was doing a magic trick, and that's how I get my kids all the time. You know what I could do also? I could be like, oh, Rick, what's that in your ear? And I'd go over my ear. Uh, Oh, look, don't store my wallet in your ear. I'm I'm very easily (laughs) amused. (laughs) I guess. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so then I started scrolling through his timeline. I went to, like, the media first. Yeah. And that's when I saw the picture of him as the wrestler and stuff like that. Right. I'm like, yeah, oh my god, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. So, yeah. burner account running. I mean, um, and I, I went everybody back. knew that it was him before you like really did the dirt, dug up the dirt. Right. It had been somebody. Yeah. I and I, uh, I it, get in trouble for this all the time. I don't remember who it was, the first person that saw it. It was Woodsy who I saw respond, and be like, "Oh, shocker! This guy's got a burner account." 
but I don't remember who it was that kind of found it out. And then they did the that's a thing where you can be like reset my password, yeah. and then they do like the, the first two letters. Oh, was that the first thing that was revealed? I I thought I just thought people just assumed that it was him. Just well, everyone because of the content assumed yeah, this yeah. must be his burner. Yeah. But then someone did a little fact checking to see that, and then after I saw that, I still was not convinced because. Um, I think there probably are a lot of people in this town who want Dan Cilio to fail. And so I don't think that it's above some people in this sports community, Twitter community, Twitter world who just want to get rid of him to make him look bad and set him up. And to create an account, make it look like it's his burner account. Down to the, you know, you could create an email address where the beginning and the end is the same. Like, I think about conspiracy theories like this, yeah. right? Is someone just setting him up? I'm still not convinced. He's, he's back to, because he got up to, what, 40,000 Twitter followers? Yeah, there was a lot. 50,000 yeah. Twitter followers, yeah. whatever he bought. He's back down to 10. Yeah. So Even those 10, too. Well, I think maybe eight are legit, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Eh. But eh. I'm not entirely convinced. How many members were a part of the Miami Hurricanes football team in <laughs> 19... I, boy, could I not 80, care less. What was it? What but I'm not entirely convinced that he wasn't being set up, that someone wasn't purchasing that stuff to make him look bad. Because I don't know. I mean, I've never tried to buy followers. So can you buy followers for an account that's not yours? Oh. Do they ask for verification? Oh, okay, you're talking about the followers. Yeah, now. I'm going okay. back. So yeah. I'm starting okay. with that. I don't because think of my the be- burner account would be a setup, though. I... But I did the oh, research. In the beginning. I okay. went back to make sure that it was an account since yeah. 2015. Yeah. But it was the reason that I went back to check that was because I am not convinced okay. he okay. wasn't set up yeah. on the buyer. And and then I feel bad, right? Because we were the ones leading the charge on roasting him for all these fake followers. Yeah. Like this guy, what a moron! He thinks yeah. we don't know. An- hey, another day, another five thousand followers. You know, yeah. you're just buying, buying, buying. Were we just being, you know, puppeted along? Yeah. Someone's buying them for him. Knowing that we're going to bring exposure to it and then to make him look worse. But if that was the case, if, if you're being accused of something that you haven't done, what do you do? Say, I didn't do it. Yes. Yeah. You stand up for yourself. And he never did that. You defend yourself. Yeah. Never once did he do that. Yeah. So, I, so maybe not. Maybe he's sitting there going, oh. Like, I might be I giving this, this buffoon more credit than he deserves. But I, I just keep coming back to no human can be this stupid. Yeah. He can't be this dumb. But he is. But maybe he is. He is. And so this account, then I started thinking, oh, okay, so what if this account was created in 2015? I know that nobody had the long con from 2015 to like yeah. pretend they're Dan Silio. Yeah. And he was linking up stuff to his own Facebook page yeah. for the last two, three <laughs> years. I mean, he's a moron. I loved, I loved the link to his like own computer. Yeah, his own computer <laughs> under users Dan Silio. It's just a... It's just the letters, you know, it doesn't uh, link to anything. No, no, ask uh, me again, is he that dumb? <laughs> I know. And <laughs> yes, I guess I guess he is. I just And then and then the audacity to put out a ranking system of his five favorite guys and after he had just sent out the tweet from his real account about how thrilled he was to have Jim Rome do these interviews with him, which by the way, how dumb is Jim Rome? What are you doing? Have you listened to any of them? No, of course not. Yeah, I haven't either, so why would I listen to that garbage? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I was just curious. Like, I what, do like, do that sometimes. Like back yeah. when I was, you know, in a media battle with Hacksaw, I yeah. would, from time to time, listen for ten to fifteen minutes, yeah. just so that I could say, "Yep, he's just as bad as I remember." Yeah. And he he hasn't changed yet. He's still you know, his own self. I, the, the battle between you and Hacksaw it stems all from pancakes, doesn't it? 
Who's <laughs> no, the Who's the true pancake master? What? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what it all stems from. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it stems uh, from him him being a liar in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, who did I? I talked to somebody this week about how when Bernie Wilson used to tell the story about when. When are we when, having hacksaw on the pod? Oh gosh, that'll never happen. Have a beer summit with hacksaw. I'd be I'll up be the for man it. in the middle. I'll I'll keep both of you in your corner. I I'd be up for it. I would yeah, do it. Yeah. I don't think he would do it. You'll be like in. You know how many times I've asked him to buy him a beer? Yeah. Like I've seen it without times, exaggeration yeah. thirty. And he's responded to a, a few of Dude, your he tweets resp- out of the blue. You know what's re- yeah? Like I'll be like, hey, Axel, let's grab a beer. Let's bury the hatchet. Nothing. And then I'll like send a tweet about Mickey Mantle, and he'll be like, oh, I loved the Mick. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll be like what? Like, yeah. why are you responding? Like, so he follows, he watches, he pays attention, he interacts. And then I'm wondering, like, is he just having, like, senile moments where he doesn't realize I'm the guy who called yeah. him on, like, I mean, I think that, what was the... Maybe the you art- got confused because he doesn't see an S in front of your lob shots. Slop shots. <laughs> king of the haters. Slop shots. That is one of my favorite screen grabs. <laughs> slop shots. King slop of the haters. Shots. I laughed so hard was, when I saw that. <laughs> that was pretty good. Slop shots. King of the haters. Uh, do you do you think he did that scoreboard baby? Do you think he did that intentionally? Oh, or was absolutely. That, oh yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I absolutely think yeah. that he was calling. He was like, I didn't know how if can it was I, like a typo with him. No, I mean, yeah, that very well could have been yeah. the case, but I think yeah. this was intentional slop shots. Yeah. I, Either way, because it was funny. we knew. I mean, I was friends with people who worked on his radio show, yeah. and and like when I did make a pan, pancake of his face, um, was it? I think it was Padilla. I think it was Padilla. That Alex Padilla might have been the hacksaw guy at the time. I'll have to confirm that, but. They, he printed up like like 50 copies, like color full-size 8x11 pieces of paper of the Hacksaw Pancake with like the meme under it that said, scoreboard, baby. And, and then he made a pyramid of Hacksaw's face, pancake faces, on the wall in the Mighty 1090 Studios. <laughs> so when Hacksaw walked in, that's what he saw is my pancake yeah. all covering the entire wall. Yeah. I'll find the picture of that. <laughs> that is pretty good. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I don't think he would do the pod. I've tried... To interact with him many times, maybe he would. Who knows? Yeah. I do think it would be fun to get in yeah, and do I need a to reach out. Well, yeah. you've you've maybe we need guys. Sports Brain to reach out to him because he's having a beer with them right now. <laughs> at <this laughs> sports Brain listening yeah. at whatever time he's yeah. listening to this podcast, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hey. ask him right now. Should yeah. I just ask him? Yeah, I'll ask him. He's interested. Yeah, he's interested. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring on Landon Donovan while we're at it. <laughs> Landon Hacksaw. Yeah, we almost last week we almost recorded a second podcast. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, which, which second one? You had a friend in the music industry. Oh yeah. That we were going to do a second podcast with and then it fell fell through again at the last minute. Second one that's fallen through. I know. So like, here's the thing. When he comes to town, like he doesn't live in San Diego anymore. Right. So when he comes to town, he's only here for like a day, maybe two days tops. And he's making the rounds, meeting with all his friends and you know, it's got to be on the DSC at least one morning all the time because those are always the absolute best segments yeah. in radio. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, so I, I don't, I don't like to like push it to like, like he I said. I don't think you were being pushy yeah. at all. Like he wanted to do. He the wants pod. to. Yeah. yeah, but I also don't want to like overburden him too. Like he did Cantori's podcast and then he did the DSC and then he was busy with his shows and. Do you think if he came on, he would do like he did for your Padres and Pints? Do you think he would come and do a make a song? song, a theme song for oh Zero yeah. Chance? Oh, yeah. 
Because I would welcome any change to that garbage intro music we wow. currently have. Do you know what I've been uh, told if, recently? If Steve Poltz writes a song for us, I will change it on the spot to that song okay, all the perfect. time. He's gonna like just to spite me. He's gonna do it with like the same music in yeah. the background. He's just gonna add new lyrics. He's gonna he's gonna cover that. <laughs> yeah, song. he's yeah. gonna cover that song. Yeah. And I'll be like, you son of a. Yeah. Uh, I do think that our our outro songs have been on point. Have they though? Yeah. Yeah, they have been. Yeah. Little blind melon. I don't know. Little Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one more day. I did like Wilson Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I did like that one. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, oh man! So, do we want to get in? Uh, the Media Cop Killer account is, of course, dead. They, it's you dead. Know, they it's found gone. Out they he, killed it. It yeah. was once exposed. he was exposed, he exposed. Plus, it looked like an absolute buffoon. It's like yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just spinning wheels talking about what a moron that guy is. And yeah. It's like at what point do we just kind of take the Darren route? And although he, you know, ended up not ignoring him, he ended up blowing him up on Twitter. But his initial route was just like, if we acknowledge the guy, then he exists. I mean, he's getting a zero point zero rating. Yeah. Like, there isn't anything more abysmal than that. It's, it's a lot of the Padre podcasts are getting more downloads than he gets listens. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they are. It's it's, it's just just terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we should probably just leave him alone and stop talking about him. Yeah, I don't care about I'm, that clown. Uh, yeah. I'm or do you want him on the podcast? <laughs> Let's have him on the podcast. That, actually, he would fight me. Like he Ugh. would. You know what? How has he not? He still hasn't blocked any of us. It's because you know what. He, it's because he wants to pretend that we don't exist. And if he acknowledges us by blocking us, then he acknowledges that we exist and he acknowledges what we've seen. I think you're giving him too much credit. Then again, yeah. maybe nobody's yeah. that dumb, and he is apparently. This I don't is know. the guy who shared a link to his own personal computer. <laughs> Just a bunch of letters yeah. and forward slashes. Percentage and <laughs> forward slash and cilio. User D cilio. <laughs> Dan's, I don't know what it said. Uh, anyway, see, we need yeah. to stop. We need to stop. stop. Yeah, it's too um, easy. It is. But too easy. Um, what else? What else is going on? I don't know. We can probably we can probably wrap this bad boy up. You didn't ask me what I did this past weekend. Hey Rick, what'd you do this past weekend? I care about you, free Rick movement. Man, what do you got? What do you got going I on? What you get, do? I need to get those Rick ratings up. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. I was at like a zero point three before this. Oh, didn't you win some a, award this week? You want to talk about that? Award? Oh yeah, I won. I yeah. won the uh, the uh, Lord Podcast Award. Yeah, I don't really know what that means, but yeah. you won it. I won it. I'm I'm pretty pumped with that. that I wonder I won it. who was the guy who initially called Gennaro Lord Podcast. I don't know who it like, was. Like it was just some guy yeah. being a snarky yeah. jerk, right? And there was Woods and then it who, caught on. who chimed in saying, "Oh my I, god, well, that's I texted, perfect." I texted John immediately. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, Lord Podcast is yeah. gold." Yeah. And then he pulled the pancake because like. You know, f- forever ago during the pancake yeah. campaign, he donated to the campaign, and he goes, "I want my face wearing a crown." And I'm like, yeah. "Okay." Yeah. So I made a picture, and I actually think the pancake that I made of his face looks yeah. pretty good. Like I think it, it was his Twitter like profile picture for a while. It was. Yeah. Well, then he re brought it back. That's that yeah. was what was funny because Lord Podcast, he's wearing a crown, yeah, so yeah. he made the pancake face his avatar again. Yeah. I think he's kind of over the Lord Podcast thing now. But uh, but yeah, you won an award for being most prepared. Yeah. I can guarantee you're not going to win it this week. <laughs> I feel honored, honored to win the Lord Podcast Award. Yeah, you know, I'm you not going to win the award this this week for sure. So, I uh, obviously I know HJ, and uh, you know I I see that he has created some sort of um, Rick Podcasterizer thing, where he analyzes how much I talk versus you talk, and yeah. mine is always incredibly higher than yours. I did think it was funny when like. 
I, I, I basically, I hit rock bottom on the Darren <laughs> podcast. He's like, he's all, I think a lot of that was spent talking about what he was eating too. I was like, that's because I was eating the whole you time. You were, you were, you yeah. were actually very selfish during that podcast. Like, I was, it wasn't, I was, it wasn't that we were talking yeah. over you. It's that you were stuffing yeah. your face and drinking. I honestly like it was the, 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 the Rick podcasterizer or whatever it's called. Um, you know, I, I, that was not in my mind at that point on that podcast because I was just eating constantly, drinking constantly, whatever they brought. I was just on board with it. Even <laughs> soccer talk. I was just like, yeah, yeah it's cool. Uh, <laughs> I know <laughs> this taco looks amazing. There have right been here. many times when we talk where I'm like, Rick, what do you think about that? You're like, eh. and you just kind of yeah. leave it that. I'm like, what yeah. do you, come on, man, give me a little more. So like, I do try to yeah. drag it out of you yeah. sometimes. And it doesn't always work. But then I did appreciate that in one of them, he did say, you know, one thing that they hadn't analyzed is not, you know, they've done plenty of analyzing on percentages of who talks more. But they had not analyzed, is that the correct percentage? Is that how it should be? And he has said many times, I will not name your name, but he has said many times that, you know, Yes, Brady talks more than Rick, but have we we have yet to analyze should he be talking? And sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second there. What he has said many times is that he loves this podcast. He loves listening to it. It's good content. It's good quality. You know, back and forth banter, uh, topical stuff, whatever. And so I do appreciate that. But then he said, you know, considering how much I love it, do they really need to change anything? You know, like we have a good thing going. You and I are comfortable with the amount that we speak. Yeah. And we've had many conversations off the pod yeah. about like, hey, you know, and I've said to you many times, like, dude, yeah. if you like actually feel like you're being like I suppressed on here. Popped you in the eye on that last after the last <laughs> podcast. You get your teeth firmly <laughs> lodged into my, my forehead. Yeah. yeah my um, two big teeth in the front here. <laughs> but we've had this conversation many times and this is our thing. This is like we have it's a good thing that we have going and you bring a lot to the table, ton to the table. And yeah. And I talk more than anyone else. And so that's the thing, too. Like, we we have talked about this before in the it's past. It's not like this is on accident. Yeah, yeah. This happens it's, because it's the way that we Are you saying it's like we, we kind of prep? <laughs> we actually we prepped, prepped it out. And this like, like even like from when it comes to the chairs that we're sitting in, too. That's true. You know, we yeah. ha- we, we learned what worked and we learned what didn't. Yeah. And we set up strategically. Yep, so exactly. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to interrupt. I'm I'm sick of you getting all these minutes. Yeah. <laughs> your time's not getting up on your analyzer thing. Congrats on your jaggy this week. Yeah. I hope you're proud of yourself, Mr. Podcast Prep Guy. And I Lord know that, Podcast. And I hope that Gennaro yeah. still embraces the Lord Podcast title because yeah. it is hilarious. Yeah, he and should. That picture too is hilarious. It is pretty yeah. good. It is pretty good. I wish there was a way to like put the pancake head actually on there instead of the real head yeah because i'd like to you know i always like to insert myself into every situation yeah but anyway so I anyways we never my, got back to your weekend yeah my weekend yeah, tell me more about your weekend so my weekend hey um, guys thanks for joining us on the zero chance spot this week and uh shout out to session fly fishing and thunderhawk we'll catch you next week <laughs> on my way.